0: Good morning, hello, and welcome to the Balderton podcast. I'm Ben Goldsmith, and today I'm joined by Joe Steele, who's CEO uh, of Booker Table, uh, who's joining me today to talk about Booker Table and talk about running a, a marketplace business. Joe, hello, welcome. Good morning. Good morning, Ben. Thank you. Thank you for coming in. Um, Booker Table has been around for some time now. I think you're one of the older companies in our portfolio. I think what live bookings. Was founded in the mid-noughties, is that right? And then the Booker Table brand came about slightly slightly later in the timeline. If you talk us through that evolution, that would be, be much appreciated.
1: Yes, well, the live bookings company, uh, without going into all the corporate structural history, <laughs> but we were the pioneers of electronic, of online reservation book technology for restaurants in Europe and, and indeed really globally. Um, that started with a small team in the Nordics. That came together then with a t- team in the UK, um, with an acquisition in Germany at the end of the noughties. Um, it was already the largest European uh, reservations uh, restaurant business, and then uh, in the uh, and then the turn into the into the tens, wherever we call them, we have moved into the Book Table brand as we have started to address um, uh, the consumer side of the marketplace in addition to the restaurant facing business.
0: So. What people know now as Book a Table is uh, for consumers, consumers like me who like food and like eating, uh, where you go to discover new restaurants that you potentially may not have been before. But as you say, uh, the business has its roots in the restaurant side. Yes. So helping restaurants uh, better manage their customers, move away from pen and paper and move towards uh, an electronic digital system of, of managing
1: the people that eat in their place. Is that right? Absolutely, uh, absolutely. So our core proposition to the restaurant, who who ultimately are our source of revenue for the business, the core propositions are firstly, how do we help the restaurant manage its business better? Um, and that is principally through that provision of an electronic diary um, to replace the paper and pen uh, diary. And w- alongside that electronic diary is then all the information around table management, around guest, uh, history around uh, all the information they need to, to run their business profitably, and then secondly is the fill side. So how do we help the restaurant um, introduce and, uh, and, uh, and and dine uh, consumers who find the restaurant through our consumer-facing experience, um, and then come in and hopefully repeat uh, their visit those restaurants on the back of a great dining experience. And for people who, you know, people who look
0: at Table from the outside will see it potentially as a consumer-first brand. You know, when I download the app, it looks very nice, the user experience is very slick, you can get through quite easily. You know, within five seconds, I could discover new restaurants around me in King's Cross. Uh, do you put your consumer at the center of the brand, or is it very much built around the restaurants, or is it an
1: interesting Balancing out between the two. Good question, Ben. So we actually, it all starts and finishes with the restaurant. Um, So if we didn't have those relevant... Uh, attractive, interesting restaurants uh, in, our, in our within our marketplace to attract diners, then we would have no business. So we we have to provide the right product, the right service to those restaurants, which means they want to use our technology uh, to manage and fill and run their business. And and in turn, as a result of using our technology, we then have real time availability that we can distribute and allow consumers to make real time. Uh, reservations, but but the the importance of of owning those uh, key restaurants uh, is is absolutely essential. So You're echoing, you're echoing something that uh, James
0: Hine from Carwell said maybe you know a couple of months ago, which was for any marketplace business. Focus on the supply side, absolutely, so you know for, for those guys, it's those who sell cars, and for you guys it's, it's restaurants absolutely. And how do you I suppose on both sides of the fence now, uh, there's a lot of competition when it comes to, when it comes to uh, the, the restaurant marketplace business. I mean, I don't know from the restauranteur side, but as someone who eats food i have a few apps on my phone that you know point me in several different directions Mm -hmm. also i suppose you're competing uh with different uh people not just other bookings apps but restaurants themselves with a trip to tesco for for that for that consumer's meal on that evening Mm -hmm. i mean how do you on both sides of the fence so let's, let's talk about the restaurants first and then move to consumer how do you really uh gain cut
1: through how do you become top of their list Sure, so a few things, and actually they're they're often comparable to the restaurant and the consumer side, so I'll probably address both at once. So on the point of proven scale, we talked about the the long history with our business. That means we've got more knowledge, expertise than anyone. Uh, We've also got more capacity... Or within our platform of that real-time availability uh, for, for, for consumers to book, and in turn also then for restaurants to expect to find diners that they want to, to come and fill their restaurant. Um, so, so the proven scale point does give us a, uh, a, 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 a very strong uh, cut through from the from the get-go. Secondly, what we've done is to really complement the service that we offer both to restaurant and consumer, by intimately knowing and understanding this business. So we, in addition to the software, that, uh, whether it's the restaurant experiencing the table management software or it's the diner experiencing uh, the, our native application for, for finding and booking a, a restaurant, we are actually... Provide you know, enriching that with real information on the menus, which menus uh, are most attractive. Uh, we're also enriching that with our dedicated account management expertise that goes out and meets with the restaurants to really understand how their business is performing and how we can help them pitch and market their operation more attractively to the consumer vis-a-vis the their, their local restaurants in the vicinity. So that's the second point of of that combination of products and service. And then thirdly, what we've also done as a a marketplace is enrich ourselves as a a destination, a destination for diners and for restaurants, by introducing really relevant partners. So we have a global partnership, for instance, with Michelin, um, who are undoubtedly one of the most uh, well-known uh, brands within fine dining, certainly in the UK. Um, also, we have global relationships with TripAdvisor. We have strong relationships with, um, with niche players like Afternoon Tea. Um, that, that, that goes across the board. And so that's allowed us to, to further differentiate and enrich the products and services we can bring um, within our marketplace.
0: And I suppose that um, partnership with niche Land, to to focus on that one, was that quite groundbreaking because i suppose when i think of uh, you know my process of getting my phone out of my pocket and looking at an app through which i'm gonna buy food it's usually for a bit of a deal or a discount or similar whereas what book of table are doing with the partnership with nishana is allowing their audience to access restaurants that potentially they won't have known about or considered
1: before so is that quite is that quite a new approach Yes, yeah, so so we have a we have a very close partnership with Michelin, um, and, and which is now um, over two years established. Um, that partnership started as a technology, uh, on a technology basis, providing the Michelin business with our technology, book table technology in France, and then in Germany, with which to to distribute to to restaurants via their own sales team, their, their own uh, Michelin brand. Um, that partnership has gone strength to strength. So the type of example you give there around the consumer-facing side, then we are we're providing the Michelin-branded native app in the U.K., and so we're privy to all the latest information and content uh, from Michelin as they publish alongside that the Michelin Guide. Um, and so we've got great access and legitimacy to, with Michelin's approvals, to uh, distribute under that Michelin brand um, um, within within the UK and some other markets as well.
0: And I suppose that enables you to market to potentially a different kind of consumer. So if you're uh, producing content, for example, that is interwoven with Michelin-style quality food and quality quality stuff, then you'll be able to provide restaurants with a consumer that's more likely to come back, I suppose, a proper foodie rather than someone who's after a deal like me.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, one of, the, one of the great things, of course, about... You know, marketplace businesses are fascinating just because of the diversity and, and breadth that, that they represent, but then... Uh, Being in the restaurant space, everyone eats. Everyone's interested in food. Um, We are we're there to service uh, all types of consumer interest. The Michelin star dining, you know, for some for some Ben it it may be a a more uh, frequent uh, indulgence. (laughs) Others, of course, is that uh, occasional treat. And so we we need to be able to understand our database uh, of, of of consumers registered with us, which is over four and a half million now. So we have an impressive. Uh, database uh, already, but how do we also then try and attract other consumers to come to to our platform to then find these different dining experiences? But it is everything from from that fine dining uh, through to uh, booking at a casual chain, at a pizza express, as uh, uh, ZZ, et cetera. And I suppose, you know, we have lots of entrepreneurs that listen to, to these
0: podcasts and a few of them I'd imagine will be starting marketplace businesses of their own, is there a top tip on what you need to do to make it work, I suppose? Because everyone knows managing a a marketplace business is really difficult because you have obviously the supply side and the consumer side with any marketplace. Uh, And especially when you're looking at the restaurant business, if you take a slice of each of those transactions Hey, they're a slice of a uh, maybe a fifty, hundred pound meal. They're not a slice of a, a thousand pound transaction on a, a bigger piece of kit. So you need to really work every transaction hard. You need to make sure the lifetime value of your users is pretty decent. I mean, h- how do you win that battle? Easy question for
1: you there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, so absolutely. I mean, from, from a marketplace business, it is. It's. Fundamentally, about about scale, um, because scale introduces that virtuous circle of if you have if you have um, valuable inventory, valuable content within that vicinity, then you'll start to attract. In our case, diners. You'll then also then start to attract further restaurants to be part of your uh, part of your marketplace. So we, um, with a view on on, on scale. What, when I came into Book a Table, uh, as it was live bookings then, um, that was at a point when there was already an impressive scale of restaurants. But the piece that hadn't been joined up to its full capacity was uh, unlocking, and unleashing that uh, consumer diner-facing potential. So, so one of the areas that um, uh, sort of suggestions of things to pass on and experiences would be around actually in that situation of having that impressive inventory how do you connect up your awareness and understanding so that you can really execute hard against uh, uh, unlocking those opportunities um, and improving the performance in other in other in other areas of the business so to do that um, what we what we undertook with the management team was a uh, dissecting our P l, down to its driver components. So looking within a locality, looking at the addressable market of restaurants that may use electronic reservation technology, understanding then what, how many of those we have actively using our technology each month, um, what are the win rates, the churn rates we need to be concerned with. Um, and then through that PL, looking against what's the subscription revenue from, from the software, what are the one-offs, what are then the, the engagement of covers um, uh, that we're taking um, from those from that cohort of restaurants. How do we dissect that all the way through to ultimately the net result of our PL um, for, for, for our business? So we've we've understood that P;L really rigidly uh, and that allows us then to set kpis against those different line elements
0: and because you've adapted the pnl you know something quite core and central to how the business understands itself and its own success you're really basing the entire animal you know the entire book a table uh, ethos i suppose around around that
1: yeah the, the the we have a monthly all hands where where myself and the management team uh, uh, share you know all the latest and greatest on on how we're performing against that uh, the the, the pnl and and the the key kpis within that but what it also gives ben is a really uh, granular understanding of so so we can obviously we can look at Europe as a whole. Um, uh, we, well, we could we look globally. We've got fourteen thousand restaurants using our technology uh, globally. We start we can then look at a European level and we can go all the way down to a city level. So we can be comparing uh, London with a Manchester with a Munich with a Stockholm with an Oslo, looking at how through that driver PL, what are the key elements. Um, that uh, that we're managing to to win to engage at all at all those relative lines, and therefore what are the learnings we could take from one city marketplace to another um, what is it that we should be um, should should be investing further in et cetera so we so so that gives us that like like any management team really was is that visibility with which to make smart decisions and then execute hard. And I suppose the
0: lesson then for any entrepreneur entering a, a marketplace business or thinking of setting one up is you need to go granular, you need to go extremely hard on your
1: figures and your analytics. You need to have you need to have a, an ability to win and retain Great inventory at the outset, uh, which, as I said, in the case of live bookings, when I joined, I largely inherited that part. But then you need to be able to, yeah, once you, once you have that, continuing to build your product and service, but then understanding every line through that uh, through that business of how you engage and make your marketplace work.
0: So we talked about a lot, uh, a lot about restaurants and how you, you know, focus on the supply side is very critical to any marketplace business. But of course, the flip side, as you mentioned, is uh, the audience, the audience you market to. And just to understand, who are Booker Table's, uh, key audience? Do you have a core demographic or demographics that you look at? Because, I mean, the easy way to look at it is everyone eats food, so everybody has the potential to be uh, a table user, I suppose. But where do you hone in, or do, have, you, have you had any surprises in who your users are, I suppose? Sure, good
1: question. So I guess two answers to this. First point is that our audience, so those who are currently reserving, making reservations online, they are actually all early adopters, effectively, because this market is still less than 20% penetrated mm. by consumers' diners choosing to book online as opposed to res- reserving over the phone or, or, or walking in or using a web form. So, so still
0: 8 yeah. out of every 10 diners is doing it the traditional way, Exactly. Door-stepping restaurants.
1: Exactly. So its so, so first point is just to say that therefore the group that we have engaged through our channels are effectively early adopters. Um then within that, what we have found is uh, we have a strong uh, female bias. Um, so between sixty and sixty-five percent tend to be uh, women who are who are uh, making the reservations. Each reservation has an average uh, cover. Total of three point one to three point two. So it's so sort of the party size of those actually dining is uh, so so that so that person is booking, of course, on behalf of others. Um, dining is inherently a very social social thing, um, and and then we uh, we then find a, a real uh, a real range, to be honest with you, of of, uh, of of what appears to be reasons for for dining. Is it that someone finds the the on the go convenience of of booking, searching on a map for places to dine with availability near them now. Um, and so that type of mobile consumer is on one end of the spectrum the type that we uh, really appeal to. And so we find, for instance, on our, on our native applications that over 40% of, of, of users there are booking to dine within 24 hours, um, so that last-minute type uh, experience. Through on the other end, to so those who are who are planning for a specific um, dining event be it a birthday some other occasion and so they are they're then searching forward availability within within those types of restaurants that suit them um, and making that reservation well in advance and is there a sort of mobile versus desktop
0: split as well because you have sort of great experiences on both do you see more users come through one or or, or a more less than 24 hour users using the app or is it
1: anything anything like that yes yeah, so we First point, on the marketplace, we've, we've always tried to ensure that there is uh, consistency between web and native uh, experience for, for the consumer, which, we've, which we achieve. And then um, what we found is, as a total, over 50%, over half, are using either a smartphone or a, or a, uh, a tablet. Um, so they are therefore mobile in how they are making reservations. That's now over half um, versus those uh, the desktop uh, portion,
0: yeah. And are you looking to grow any particular side of that, or is a is a fifty fifty split uh, good for you guys?
1: I think. I mean, my background is online travel, um, Expedia, TripAdvisor, Thomas Cook, and other places. And I and certainly there is a lot that I expect this market to uh, to to follow some of the trends and, and that we've seen in online travel. So I would expect um, the. You know, the, the percentage of mobile to grow um, there'll always be some that prefer desktop um, it may be that they're at work at the point that they're making the reservations where, versus uh, at home on, the, on on smartphone tablet or on the move, but we will ultimately i expect uh, in time our split to, to mirror those of of uh, booking uh, online hotel for instance
0: and I suppose thinking about that uh demographic split and, and, and how you go after them, your your audience members, you're also now active all around the world, all around Europe, all around the UK kind of thing. Is is book a table sort of ubiquitous and the same from domain to domain, from place to place, from city to city? Or are there local expertise at play, local nuances, local market,
1: market intelligence, I suppose? Yeah, so it it ultimately does come back to which of the restaurants that we have engaged within that location using our products and services, which means they're part of our marketplace. And that defines the flavor of Book a Table for that area. So yeah, there, is, there is quite, you know, if you take for instance, um, in London, of course, a uh, huge range of dining experiences. We work with everything from the top. Michelin-starred fine dining through to uh, casual chains, uh, uh, group restaurants. Um, so we offer a real range of choice for the consumer, and it's quite. And so the book a table brand, in that sense, is appealing to a full range of consumer experiences. In a, in a market uh, city like Stockholm, we actually have the the highest uh, share of addressable market with restaurants using our technology in Stockholm. But there is a there is there are far fewer of those casual group uh, casual dining type venues. So there is a there is a different um, different type of dining experience that those consumers in Stockholm are are looking at when they. Make and their do own you place. sort of
0: tool the app or the 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 experience to Stockholm versus London? Is it a different kind of experience for the user, or a different uh, a different uh, Game that you play somehow?
1: Yeah, so what we, there, there are, London and Stockholm are actually quite comparable um, with, with where we found uh, both providing for that everyday type dining, um, a la carte type dining, as well as then the, the promotional, what we, what we use with our Star Deal brand um, promotional dining experience. Um, so, but, but if you take a city like Munich, where we have uh, over 200 restaurants, uh, the highest share of, of market using our uh, technology uh, in Munich, Absolutely enormous. The restaurants in Munich are huge because we have the the beer uh, the beer houses using us as well. So we actually was do, we're doing the math. So there's there's around with those two hundred plus restaurants plus an average uh, capacity of over two hundred. We've got. You expect a spike during Oktoberfest? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We can fill half of the Alliance Arena. We, we worked out with, uh, <laughs> um, uh, with with dining capabilities. So 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 that in, in a market like that, it, it is a it, it's it's. The German market is less mature, uh, a a lower percentage of people are booking online anyway. We need to to then provide slightly different experiences, um, as well as the restaurants themselves don't have the same expectation of what what they should assume comes to their restaurant, what share of their diners are actually coming online anyway. And so we have to help hold their hand through that experience of getting uh, ahead of the curve and uh, and and taking forward that share of, of so you market. have to know that market quite well, I suppose. Absolutely, absolutely. So the quality of our of our of our sales, our account management, our support teams who know that those local markets intimately know the restaurants by name, uh, who who you know who constantly engage with the restaurants. That that's a real. Area of uh, competitive advantage and differentiation of, of Book a Table, and
0: I suppose the advice that comes out of that for any entrepreneur treading a similar path is don't just try and copy paste your business model into a new jurisdiction.
1: <laughs> no, it's uh, <laughs> there was quite a worried face pulled there. <laughs> well, it, uh, wouldn't it be marvellous if it was that simple? But no, inevitably, um, it, it's uh, this. This is this all comes down to to people to relationships and uh, and, and different levels of maturity and uh, and consumer preferences and so we need to we need to be very uh, conscious of that and, uh, and and target accordingly
0: so you know it's uh, look at the consumer preferences look at the market expectations and uh, almost hone your brand in a new area a new jurisdiction to those to those key things absolutely well, last question, as I think we've uh, wrung your brain out for long enough, is you know you're a user of Booker Table yourself. Is there a particular dining experience that you've experienced due to due to Table that you wouldn't potentially have 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 discovered otherwise?
1: <laughs> well, yeah, certainly. Um, there's a lot a uh, lot of opportunities that that I hear above the uh, head of anyone else, but I think probably <laughs> the uh, probably the most notable band would be. Um, the uh, Metsa with uh, Amtrak Instruction up in uh, Hyde Park uh, where, we, where we actually took uh, our Michelin partners um, unannounced um, uh, and experienced one of our Booker Table Star deals and that was, that was a truly exceptional dining experience. I think there'll be lots of people noting down that top tip. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very
0: much Joe for Thank giving you, the time. Thank you.